nice place to live, is what the town sign used to say. No one can claim that anymore. The thing about small towns is the belief that nothing ever goes wrong. And that belief is what destroys them. And the story you're about to hear is about one of those towns, Fallbrook. Immerse yourself in the world where the past is catching up to the present. This is Project Foxtrot. breaking news. Just this morning, Blake Johnson was found a few feet off a trail in Indy Brook Park after being declared missing more than five years ago. In the fall of 2013, Blake, a local boy of age 10, was taken from his foster family home early one morning on October 12th here in Fallbrook. His foster parents, Judy and Derek Macy, with the help of local authorities, searched the wood for months but never found any clues as to Blake's whereabouts. Until now. We go to Evan Vance with the story. Regular hiker Janice Smith walks her dogs here at Indian Brook Park every Thursday morning down the West Trail. But this morning, she was only a half mile into her hike when Janice noticed something. We're out walking down the trail and the dog starts going crazy. I kept pulling him back. I don't think I would have seen it if it wasn't for that. When Janice went to recover what she thought to be trash, that's when she made the life-saving discovery. A kid's shoe was sticking up out of the leaves. Janice is a part-time nurse at Mercy Hospital and jumped into action and began to administer life-saving CPR until help could arrive. Thank you, Evan. Blake Johnson has been taken into critical care at Mercy Hospital, where he has yet to regain consciousness. While the authorities continue to search for answers, tonight, a family will be reunited. All right, everyone. Time to move on. This isn't a tourist attraction. All right, whatever. Chief Graves? Uh, yes? I'm Detective Parker from the Fallbrook County Department. I was assigned to this case well, by Sergeant... Well, well. Great to finally put a face to a name. I know Carl said you were green, but damn, you old enough to drink? <laughs> Look, I did my time. I worked five years robbery before this. No offense, Mint. You just look like a kid. Well, anyways, just call me Rick. What do we have so far? Unfortunately, there isn't much. No security cameras out in the woods. Janice Smith called it in around 0600 hours. She's a part-time nurse up at the hospital. Could she have any possible motive? It's unlikely. She's been around here for years. Her and her late husband moved here back in the 90s. Everyone knows her. I'll need to talk with her. So, what brings you all the way out here? Someone mentioned you were from a big city? Well, there was an opening in missing persons, so I applied and... No. You just don't come out here. This is the middle of the God-forsaken wilderness. Where did you come from? Boston? New York. The excitement of the big city too much for you? Family. My mother's not too far from here. Ah, well. And yourself? Uh, it's just the middle of the God-forsaken wilderness. Any other witnesses? Nope. The park closes at sunset and opens at sunrise. 
It's just the gate you drove past. Anyone could have hopped it. What about foot traffic afterwards? Just a handful. Any sign of trauma? Other than being unconscious, none that I can see. They took him to Mercy Hospital. I can give you the number. I read in his file that he was a foster kid? Yes, but he's not a runaway. Well, there is nothing in his file to indicate I that helped establish the initial search. We worked a lot with the guys from your station. Most everyone wanted to believe he was a runaway. Typical for a kid like him. And this is it. This isn't very far in. What, maybe 300 yards? Just about. This is all undisturbed? I'm afraid not. The EMTs were all up in here. We did the best we could. Rick, do you see this? We were waiting on you before we moved anything. Looks like a cassette tape. It's in pretty bad shape. Oh, I haven't seen one of these in years. The station have a tape player? We barely got into the tree line before the dog caught a whiff of something. At first, I thought he wasn't even breathing. I didn't even recognize him. I called the paramedics. Can you tell me about the Macy's? Had you ever met Blake before? Yes, a very nice young couple. I don't believe anyone ever suspected them. Unfortunately, I never got to know Blake. He wasn't with them very long before he disappeared. Can you walk me through your morning? So you get to the park. Did you see anyone there? It was pretty early. I hardly ever see anyone at that time. No park employees, other hikers? No. It's usually like that, though. OK. Is there anyone who can verify your time there? I bet our neighbor Alan could. He's usually up. Alan. What's his last name? Young. I'll give you his number. That would be great. So, okay, you and your dog are walking down the trail. Do you hear anything? See anything out of place? No. Okay. Um, and any hunters, bikers? No, the trail was empty, as I said. Fabrics changed. People here used to leave their doors unlocked. Now, you won't find a store open here after 8 o'clock. It was all over the news. The posters, press conferences, the Macy's or someone organizing a search. Cliff and I, we were out in the woods a few times, but never found anything. We knew some of the other parents. The Tillmans used to go to our church. Hold on, can, can we go back for a second? I'm sorry, some of the parents? Parents of the other missing children. You don't know. Blake wasn't the only child to go missing that year. That same year, I think four or five other kids went missing. Do you remember any of the other children's names? Oh, I'm not sure. It's been a while. June, maybe. I'm not really sure. Okay, uh, thank you. I appreciate you coming in today. We'll be in touch. And be sure to stay in town.
Hey, it's Parker. You know of any good places to eat around here? And the burgers aren't bad. But I'll stay away from the steak. Noted, Chief Graves. Please, call me Rick. You smell like a pack of cigarettes. What, did you smoke the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, I've heard it all before. Nobody's perfect. Can I get you started with some drinks? A decaf coffee. And you? Oh, water's fine. Thank you. So there are four other missing children. June Harper, Trey Bozeman, Ella Cunningham, and Maya Brown. They all went missing within a two-month span. No witnesses and no suspects. All foster kids. And what was different about Blake? Each of the other kids, they disappeared in the middle of the night. We had signs of a break-in, maybe some noise heard during the night, a car parked where it shouldn't be. But with Blake, he was a whole month later and just didn't come home from school one day. But now that we can prove he isn't a runaway either. It could be a serial abduction. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Right, but Parker, don't you get it? If it's the same people. But then why leave him in the woods? If someone was trying to ditch a body, they couldn't have done a worse job. Janice spotted him from the trail. Yeah, I thought about that too. Whoever left him there wanted him to be found. Exactly. Parker, we searched those woods for days when those kids went missing. I know it's possible that we could have missed something, but there's something about this whole thing. Blake isn't the puzzle. He's only a piece of it. If you have a theory, then share it with me. We'll look into the other cases, but I'm not just some kid that you can boss around. Look, if you're right, and Blake is just one of five kids who was abducted, then that means the other kids could still be out there. I couldn't agree more. Good. Good. Well, then I better get going. But you didn't get anything. If there are four more kids out there, then I clearly have a lot of catching up to do. I'm Detective Parker, assigned to the Johnson case. Right. I'm Sandalyn. I will be taking care of Blake's case until custody can be straightened out. Has he said anything? In his sleep? He really shouldn't be having visitors now. We will notify you if he mentions anything. Thank you. Now, if you don't mind... Yes. Detective Parker, could I talk to you for a minute? Uh, excuse me. Who, who are you? I'm Mara Blake's birth mom. I, I just, how do we know that he's safe? How do we know that whoever took him will leave him alone? The hospital has a well-instated security system. It would be very difficult for someone to get back here without anyone noticing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just, it's all been so much. Him coming back after all this time, I... I know I haven't been the best mother. That's how all of this happened in the first place. It's not your fault. Yes. Yes, because maybe if he had been with me, he wouldn't have been taken. 
It's... I never expected to get him back, and now that he's here, like really here, I don't want anything to happen to him. Detective, they don't know what's wrong with him. He has all of these needle marks and, and bruising. I think they might have tied him up. Hey, hey. He's safe now. And you're here. I know. I know. You're doing the best that you can. I'll see if an officer can be posted, just in case. Here. This is my cell phone number. Please call me if anything comes up. Anything at all. I'll do whatever I can to help. Thank you. I don't think Blake ran away. I don't think so either. This episode was directed by Mary Pelchat, produced by Mary Pelchat and J.J. Schindler, written by Mary Pelchat, starring Shelby Turner as Detective Peggy Parker, Diasik Burney as Chief Rick Graves, Ella Matthews as Mara Johnson, Elizabeth Freed as Janice Smith, Annie Buchheit as the caseworker, Gemma Hadavi as the diner waitress, and James Powers as Evan Vance. Original soundtrack by Ryan Harner, Sound design and mix by Tim Reppert. Credits by Andrew Kolsniuk. We want to thank you so much for listening to this production of Project Foxtrot. Please be sure to follow us on social media, at Project Foxtrot on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For any additional information, visit our website at projectfoxtrotpodcast.com. Be sure to follow the show to get more updates and behind-the-scenes content. Thank you.